up, bitches? What was that? I don't know. That was, that was way too loud. That was we like cannot... a three, two, one. Like you're at a rock show waiting for Avril Lavigne to just fucking jam out. Hold on. Why are we at a rock show waiting for Avril Lavigne? She's making a comeback, bro. Apparently, that's what I've seen. She's been doing it. songs with uh, those TikTok fuckers. I don't even know their names. Oh, good chat. Yeah, yeah, good chat. All right, welcome to the episode, episode 30. Now, very, very special thing to announce. For the first time, the last time you heard this man's voice, we had one microphone for like five of us, it seemed like. And, and we it were was all in like different corners yelling into this microphone. It was horrible. So this time you actually get to hear how shitty his voice sounds. <laughs> now, <It> is- <laughs> we apologize if you thought his voice sounded sexy to begin with, but now you have actually decent quality to hear it. He might sound a little, little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Luke? Uh, simple? Shitty? Okay. Shitty simple? Simple shitty? I don't, uh, don't want to do this anymore. Gay? <laughs> <laughs> Liam, it's Liam. Oh yeah, it's Liam. Our buddy that it's the guy. C- couldn't make it in the army. Thanks. Damn. Thanks for bringing okay. that back up, guy. He was wheezing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my lungs. All right, this will be. always back. Yeah, this will be an interesting episode. So we're going to talk about Heaven's Gate episode two. Me and Luke done some research on this, and you know, took our notes on the. We didn't really the, do research. Oh well, yeah, we, you know we watched I mean? the episode. And took and we notes. took some notes for I the docu series, and Liam has no idea what the fuck I have we're no talking about. What's going on? But we thought it'd be fun for him to kind of give his reactions to something he probably doesn't have a clue about. Right. I know it's... Never mind. How many, how many notes do you have, Ryan? Yeah, probably two pages worth. Okay. You, what do you got? A lot. A lot? More than, more than last time. Oh, shit. You got more than me. All, all about episode two, right? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Just episode Yeah, this is all, bro, there was so many fucking... There was so much shit in this episode. We're allowed to cuss on here? Yeah. Oh, yes. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> you were in an episode. I don't... Well, yeah, but that was just... All right, so we left off on uh, the ending of episode one. There was the whole thing about the Heaven's Gate uh, cult is dwindling in numbers. Yeah. And homeboy, Herf Marshall Applewhite, goes, everyone that's still here, you made the first cut. And so what, that was in the 70s, late 70s, right? That was like 75? Mid to late 70s. and so Like early 76? Yeah, that gets people's interest like... Oh, this is just the beginning, Dad. Yep. What's the and um, what's the real thing? It was the criticism from the, uh, um, yeah, the media. Media it was criticism from media and the public that forced them to go underground and just kind of hide away from people because they're pussies. These ain't the guys that burned in that that church, right? Nah, no, no. no. So uh, these this is a UFO cult religious group, religious cult group. They're you know two, wait, wait, two so people they... that founded it believe that they were. The fucking people spoken about the book of Revelations in the Bible that were supposed to take people up with them into heaven. Okay, and that whenever they die, it was a mass suicide. They, okay, so I did hear about this actually. I have okay. I have seen something on this. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, I don't know too much about it. I just know didn't they they took turns taking pills and then the next person would dispose of the body yeah, or we'll something like that. that. I, oh, I just I'm just asking. I'm not sure because I don't know I don't know much like enough about it to know oh, okay. that because like right now we're just. Because I haven't gone through the entire like docu series on HBO, okay. I've just been HBO. going episode by episode. Okay. Yeah. So we start off with homeboy Sawyer, freaking dude dropping beats, like okay, so this dude he's oh yeah he, he's a former member and uh, he's still alive. He's telling his story. Yeah, but, and uh, turns out they tell us at the beginning of this episode in the the group they there was like no music allowed. Hmm. Yeah, you kind of had to give up all your possessions to like kind of really say that I'm all for this cause so yeah. I'm giving yeah. myself to God you had or, to get rid of everything that connected yeah. you to your humanness but in my head I really just think it was like T and Doe it's like we're God you're giving your yourself to us so did they end up getting the possessions or whatever or possessions oh, oh like, no uh, like you're, you're you know getting shit human, back yeah not that I know of uh, the guy we're talking about Sawyer or I don't know if that's his real name. I just know that was his nickname because he was the guy that always would cut wood and like make fire. So they like nicknamed him. Oh, you're like Tom Sawyer. Yeah. Okay. So he went by Sawyer and uh, he has talked about how when he left the group, he bought a harmonica, got all his instruments back. And this dude starts like hitting the drum kick pedal, the kick With pedal. Foot, yeah. Yeah. And starts playing a harmonica. And I just remember one line. He goes, I didn't have sex with aliens or nothing like that. I can go into more with all that's about, but 
I don't want to freak nobody out and just kind of smiles at the camera. And I was like, wait. <laughs> what? It was funny. We're, we're clapping cheeks with aliens? But Alien Tang, bro. But he was good. He, he, yeah, but there was no music allowed. Um, and then what, what happened was... Um, yeah, so they were run underground due to the media and the criticism and shit. And then in July of 1976, after like nine months of their meetings and everything, um, they decided that was basically the the whole like you made the first cut and everything. And they started a started a classroom training. Okay, so hold on, which, Tom. Sorry to you cut good? you off. Now, what we just discussed before we really started talking was was that mass suicide before was that after or is, is this now they're saying that was the first cut was the suicide the first cut or whatever the no, no, no the no. suicide doesn't happen until the 90s oh okay, okay. yeah this Sorry. is still just the beginning of the cult you're good dude gotcha um but it was like the whole nine months of them having meetings going around recruiting people and everything then the whole media coverage started choking the life out of them people started leaving the numbers yeah. got smaller then they went underground and then they started this like classroom training is what they called it, which um, Man. with the members that were left. So basically they all lived together in camps and shit and yeah. started the, their process. They wrote this book, uh, how and when the door to the physical kingdom was that fucking say? I can't read my own fucking handwriting. <laughs> I yeah. can read it. <laughs> Something about that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was their, their task that they were given it was to see how they would react as a member of the next level and not as a human. Yeah, it's kind of like they get they got all these tasks to like test their worthiness or their like uh, obedience. Because I remember yeah. somebody in the documentary talking about they're really trying to see like how obedient they are. Because like you can't have these sexual thoughts, and if you do have these sexual thoughts, you have to keep them to yourselves. Yeah, because sex was not allowed in the group. Oh fuck no! And or- they they said it as they were striving to be perfect. And the reason they were having them do these steps in this process and everything is because um, they were saying that they had to teach them here on Earth. Because when they get to the next level, there's no teachers. Yeah, no one's ne- going to teach them. The next level is what they called heaven, basically. Yeah. Some of the steps, I I mean, it starts listing them off, but then they just kind of start like fusing them together as they talk and everything. So you can't, there were 17. You can't get all 17 though. I guess if you can like look it up or some shit, but... I have a couple of them here. One was, uh, can you follow instruction without adding your own interpretation? Can you deliver instructions the way you receive them or do they change according to your programming? Now, that's one thing is they they changed like terminology for certain words and they started using the word programming instead of like personality or behavior. It was more like behavior thinking. Yeah. Like because I, I think the one of the things I was watching it, it was like... Uh, it's just the way you're programmed. You are programmed to believe this and that. Yeah. Uh, programming was like beliefs. That's what so, that the AA believes. Yeah. And I believe they did this to kind of like strip down your humanization. Yeah. Kind of not in a negative way to them, but maybe to some others to kind of dehumanize you because the way they saw these people were vehicles. Like you were just a just a sleeve, and your body was actually an alien. Yeah. Underneath all of it. I I have a question real quick. Um. As an outsider who has done no research on this um, and has not uh, heard the first, because this is part two. Yeah. Okay. So the first, um, if you don't mind, can you um, <laughs> can you run like a quick recap on on what is what exactly is the cult's beliefs? Like, what is their their so main? So the the cult's beliefs is the two people that started it believed that they were the two um, witnesses from. Uh, the Bible and the book of revelations that are supposed to come down to earth, um, be martyred and, um, witness to people and take their followers back with them up to heaven. So they're kind of, they were supposed to be like the rapture in a way. Like they're, Um, they believe that they're the rapture. They're the ones who are supposed to come and grab all the, the, the true Christians before. I would say in their loose sense. I'm trying to remember. Well, because they actually base it off of the Bible, and right. I'm trying to remember. I don't. I think it was. Um, I think it technically with the witnesses and everything technically happens after the initial rapture. Oh, okay. 
Um, yes. Yeah. So the backstory behind them, though, it's this nurse, uh, Bonnie Lou Nettles, but she goes by T. And then there's this dude, Herf Marshall Applewhite, who goes by Doe, who was a college professor. And in the first episode, we kind of talk about how they kind of found each other. And we believe that the guy, Doe, had like this kind of identity crisis of like, what more could he do in his life? And there were no like drugs involved or anything. Oh, there's probably a shitload of drugs involved. Okay. It was the sixties and seventies. Okay. Um, because I remember one of the reporters on the docuseries was saying that, uh, so they said that they had like this, uh, death and rebirth, you know, the book of revelations mm-hmm. to bring people back. They had this death and rebirth in Portland when they went out into the wilderness. And okay. one, one of them was like, I'm pretty sure they dropped a shitload of acid. Yeah, they, they did a whole bunch of hallucinations. Yeah. And, okay, that makes more sense. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, you good, dude. But what he was saying about they were not... So what they had done is they had convinced the members that they were not human beings, but they were beings that were from the next level, but they were inhabiting these vehicles on Earth. Right. So basically, right. they gave you these tasks and wanted to disconnect you from your humanness. And one guy in uh, the documentary, I think, put it best. He's, um, he said, he said, if you look at these, if I did all of these the way they wanted me to, I would be a robot. Mm-hmm. It would turn me into a robot. Because, I mean, look, look, if you're looking at this, one of the steps, things that they had, like the questions to ask, it was like, um, do you procrastinate? Uh, do you participate in inconsiderate conversation? And like, are you physically clumsy? Hmm. Like, yeah. is that they're really just trying to find the most? Is that like a person. breaking point? Like, yeah, what the fuck is up with that? They're trying to weed out the weakest links. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and if you look at some of the photos of them, they are they look like robots. Yeah. Like, there's an old picture of the dude we we're talking about with the musical instrument Sawyer. He when he was younger, dude, he looked just like this. Uh, and their brains were probably cookie so damn fried. So. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it says anything about the members doing drugs, but like the leaders, I believe they experimented with it. Well, I imagine they would say, oh, through. this is some sort of next level fucking like spiritual journey that you're going to take. And then they end up dropping something that is truthfully some hallucinogen. But then, in, you know, in their terms, it's no, this is a remedy that you make up in heaven or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Know. Like. They never say anything about that. Yeah, I, about I, them that, doing that drugs makes me or curious because I, I mean, from an outsider, like, and like as a Christian, or whatever, like I could see, like, okay, well, that dude, right? You're well, on even something. like the people they interviewed that were former members, they never like, I mean, at least so far, they yeah. haven't touched on anything about drugs or anything at all. Okay, and then with uh, with that uh, being in the seventies, I had told on the last episode to Jake and Luke that I feel like these guys were writing a hot wave of hot topics because it was, oh, yeah. it was a cult. It was the seventies time of enlightenment. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people were hippies and wanted to be enlightened, yeah. but also UFOs were hot. They were oh, big. Oh yeah. So it's kind of like these people who are having identity crisis. That would are, make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of like, just trying to like, all right, we want to be a leader of something. We don't know exactly what, but we feel like we're determined to lead this group of whatever. Well, why don't we say we have a group of people who believe that there is a heaven? However, let's get a little more mainstream. Talk about that it's more extraterrestrial-like rather than just uh, spiritual-like. They do talk about spirituality in it and the Holy Spirit. However, it seems more as if it's an ET type fucking sci-fi movie. What are your huh. thoughts on that? I mean, it makes a lot makes a lot of sense if they'd be riding that that yeah, wave because it kind of like. Well, what's the word like? Kind of like a discredits them almost. Yeah. Like kind of like, like yeah, explains like they want to be hot, they want to be big. Um, back to what we were talking about in episode two, they made that book right. In episode one, they talked about how people are starting to like you know dwindle out and like kind of feeling like ah, I'm not feeling this. In my belief, I think the they made this book to kind of like be more hands on because we talked about in the first episode, Liam, how they were very hands off people. Like it was kind of like. Oh, well, just know that you have to do this and find your own enlightenment. And so they didn't really have a structure. Yeah. It was like, they, I think, Luke, didn't they say something about structure without leadership? Yeah. They oh. had a um, a system uh, with like no, technically no authorities. And essentially, the idea was that you, as your own person, are responsible for your own metamorphosis. 
they someone else is not responsible for yours to be over you and make sure right. you're doing it. You're not responsible for someone else's. You are responsible for your own. Is essentially what it was. Um, but then what was weird is they talked about that, and then I just put this together because um, they had rules that they were supposed to follow to become perfect and um, you know the perfect member of the next level and like rules like they couldn't have any sexual thoughts at all uh, acts sexual acts of any kind any of that kind of stuff um, but if they don't have any sort of authority system set up and if everyone's responsible for themselves how do they enforce those rules well the thing is they said they had a check partner system and essentially what they do is they pair two people together and they put two people together that you would not expect to be together at all. It's like they were two polar opposites. And so what this person was supposed to do is your tech partner is supposed to make sure that you are following the rules. So I don't know how you can say that you're responsible for yourself and there's no authority set up and then give people a check partner to make sure they're following the rules. Exactly. I think the media, when they scrutinize them, they kind of were like, well, we got to get a handle on this. We're losing people. So maybe we'll become more hands-on, which is why they made the book. Then they have these steps to be perfect, a.k.a. a robot. But yeah, going to the check partner system, yeah, hands-on, like you said, like now that now that's leadership. Now there's some form of leadership. Like you're always checking to make sure someone's perfect. It's almost like a, a snitch almost. Like, you go to Doe, like, yo, so-and-so was masturbating in the fucking outhouse over there. Fucking snitch. Yeah. Oh, and they also had this thing of, like, uh, they, uh, breakfast was made a certain way. The way you dressed was a certain way. Oh, that's way. right. Literally, the pancakes had to be made a certain way. And made everything. pancakes. Yeah. They uh, pancakes. It was, it was, <laughs> at least it was an example. Yeah, I mean, right. They probably didn't <laughs> eat pancakes all the time, but it wouldn't surprise me if they ate pancakes every day for the rest of their lives. Yeah. That was their fucking... I mean, I wouldn't... I mean, you get some good-ass pancakes yeah, with some dude. of that maple syrup on top. Yeah, but... Ooh, I could eat that every day. <laughs> they said it was a... It had to be a certain size, like almost the same exact size, and the mixture was already made to a certain type of way it was made, and the syrup had to be poured a certain way. Okay, were either one of the the leaders ever military? No. Is this is this public knowledge? Yes, Not no? to our knowledge. Not to our knowledge. Uh, the guy Doe, his father was a pastor and uh, okay. like a really like high up there guy. Yeah. The only and thing we really so, know is that he was a pastor. Doe was a professor, and then Bonnie was a nurse. Huh. Well, so, the only reason I ask that is because like. The way you're describing things, like the the buddy system, um, everything yeah. has to be the exact same way. That is just. I mean, they probably took some influences from that kind of shit. Yeah, because that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, so that's why I. There's made probably that some influences in the Catholic Church or in the Christian Church or whatever. Uh, I know uh, T. She was uh, a Baptist, and I think there's some influence in there of like you have to be disciplined, you have to be obedient. Yeah. And so there might be someone, I don't know, I'm not the very religious person, but there might be someone checking in on you for some religions to make sure that you're following through to become a priest, a deacon, or whatever. Well, I do know, like, you know, a Baptist or whatever, there is structure. There is, like, a almost like a guidelines of, like, not necess- necessarily, like, you have to meet every single standard, but it's like, you know, you know, like almost like the Ten Commandments, you know, or you have that structure, and so a lot of Christians will follow that. Um, to the fucking T. T, yeah. And uh, they'll be very disciplined about it and they preach about being very disciplined with it. Um, mm-hmm. So that could be it. Sorry, go ahead, Luke. Well, uh, being a Baptist. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, one, she makes the rest of us Baptists look really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it is very much, there is a very much a very strict structure to it. Yeah. Um, did I kind of give you a light bulb or something? Because I noticed when I said that your face kind of was like, wait a second. <laughs> well, I didn't know she was a Baptist. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I totally forgot. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. And you said that. And I was like, so am I. Yeah. Yeah. Because I grew up going um, to a Baptist church. And yeah. All that, so I was like, oh. And well. so it's a very strict yeah. structure. And it's they always hit you with like, um, well, um, you're not, can't have tattoos. Um. Uh, in a lot of uh, Baptist churches and everything, the women aren't allowed to wear pants or anything. They can only wear skirts. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Well, I know like I went I went from being Baptist to the I went I started going to a um what is it non denominational is that how you say it? um church that. and it was obviously much more you know open and everything but I, I whenever I was younger I'd go to Sunday school at a Baptist church mm-hmm. and yeah. there it was like knife hand type stuff so it was very very strict yeah um, um, so that, that makes a lot of sense in the structure then another thing with this so now that there's this book this way to be this perfect human they also start requiring like a uniform or a look <laughs> the look of the heaven's gate cult and yeah. that is a unisex look all the women have this like short bowl cut looking hair hell yeah dude and all the men are clean cut and they all wear button up long sleeve shirts slacks and so there's no like uh sex appeal i remember t she was referring to boy george the artist in the 80s or was he in the 70s too i think this is more of the 80s now but uh, it was it was seventies. It was seventies. Yeah, because they George were was big in the eighties. It was both. I think he started making music like late seventies. Okay, but uh, she she referred how like you know it's an androgynous look and it's not right, but it's not wrong how he's not trying to like look normal, be normal, or fit in, and he's not trying to like put out this massive sex appeal, but still. It's not a good way to go. They didn't want their uh, team of people to go all crazy with the makeup and dreads and colorful hair. What'd you find, Luke? No, you were right. 80s? His first album came out in 87. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, because I remember they talked about that. Another thing, Doe talked about their transformation uh, almost like nun and monk-like. Yeah. That's that's what it sounds like. I wanted to get into that. Because, you know, they had the uniforms and everything, and he talked about how um, monks would take on a different name to disassociate themselves from their family tree. Hmm. And so that's what they did here, to disassociate from their humanness, from their family tree and everything. And what's weird is what they came up with. And the names were all six letters long. There were three consonants followed by... um, A last name? The last name, which was Odie. O-D-Y. It was O-D-Y, but it, you know, it was just pronounced O-D. Mm-hmm. And um, the meaning for O-D was, it basically meant um, little member. Like you were a little member of the next level. And whenever you became an adult member, so, you know, like you actually became the way they, the next level would accept you, I guess, mm-hmm. they dropped the Y. So it was just O-D. So an example of a name would be like Ryan, his name would be Rhinodi. Because it'd be R Y N O D. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about yours because you have two vowels right in the middle. And I was thinking about mine too. And I was like, I have two vowels and two consonants in my name. Yeah. But yeah, it's three consonants and then. But it's six letters long? Probably. Or is it six, six with the O D Y? Yeah. I probably okay. mean, I'd probably be like Limnodi or Limodi. Limodi. Because uh, Rob. It'd be, it would probably that. be L M M. Yeah. ODY, Lamodi. Because one of the guys Limon. on the docuseries, his name was Rob. He wasn't yeah. a member, but and he then was, it was talking about RBB Odi. Yeah. And yeah. It's just ROB. I guess Rob. mine would be LKK. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's too close. Odi. 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 And then Lamodi, Rhino Odi. Yours sounds like a Pokemon, Rhino Odi. Yours sounds like a trap god. Lakodi. Lakodi. I do have a question, though. How the fuck. How like how the fuck did they get people to join this cult? What was their big hook? Uh, UFOs, well, man, I, like, like I said, I think that they, was they it wrote, was a trend. It was like in the seventies. Yeah. Um, literally, so the, the whole UFO thing in New Mexico happened like late fifties. I think late we looked 50s. it up. Late fifties. So it had only people had been talking about it for twenty years at that point. I mean. I mean, people knew about it, that kind of shit now. Not, and then not to and, mention Hollywood's getting big with yeah, these okay. yeah. sci-fi movies. And then um, this one guy talked about how he started going to the meetings to begin with because he, you know, of course, had been taking psychedelic drugs and he had started becoming a hippie and he wanted to find something somewhere where he could be a unique and find enlightenment. So essentially in the 70s, like, it couldn't have been more perfect for them. Yeah. Because everybody was looking for a way to be unique and kind of, 
like fuck you mom <laughs> um Kinda, yeah. and so they left and saw this as their way to find alignment and be their own person yes some hippies went to woodstock some joined ufo cult <laughs> yeah so I mean, okay my i guess my question really is like they weren't targeting christians they I mean, weren't they really were targeting, targeting anybody uh, they were targeting everybody yeah really it's just whoever joined they were like sick yeah there, <laughs> sure, was, dude. there was this one couple uh the cooks they were uh really smart people. I forgot what the wife did, but I know the dad was an inventor and they had a family. They seemed like they were the nuclear family. Uh, Hold on. Th- this shit pisses me off. But they joined. They want, they wanted it. Like they had a good life and they joined and they sat their daughter down and were like, uh, Hey, uh, we don't know when, but one day we won't be here cause we're going to go to the next level. And it's like, you have to understand we're not leaving you cause we don't love you. It's that we're going to a higher power and, we're just One, we're better than you. That's yeah, what, basically, what the, um, the daughter was ten. Oh, yeah, she was ten years old. Mm-hmm. They joined the cult. They straight up just fucking left her. Like, they left her with her grandmother or her grandparents. Wow. And so that's one way to skip out on child. Ten years old, sure. they sat her down and told her they were joining, and she never spoke to her parents ever again. Damn. That was the last time she ever. That shit pissed me that off. Is, yeah. I don't think it was ever again, but it was like, yeah, I don't think it was ever again because there was like, I'll get more into that later because there's more episodes. So we'll talk about that in episode three. Okay. All right. Yeah. But now you you could think like why, um, I know we talked about this briefly in the episode, like you could think why didn't the members just like decide to leave? Like, after a while, they realize, like, this is kind of some fuck shit and it's kind of stupid and just decide to leave instead of following all these rules and being robots and everything. It's like, well, for a lot of them, um, it kind of, because they had been doing it for a number of years, it kind of started to become the way of life, like all they knew. And they kind of forgot how to do life on the, the other side, like, you know, normal life. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, were they targeting some people, but really there was these smart intellectual people these hippies, these outcasts, and then these teenagers almost, because there was one guy in there who was 19, and he just said, I don't see myself being a normal person, an everyday 9-to-5 kind of guy. I want to do something different. And so he was like 19 or 20 when he joined the cult. Damn. We're going to take a quick ad break. Have fun. Sexy. Hope you guys enjoyed the part of the podcast that makes us money. Um, So now we are going to continue talking about this. One thing I wanted to touch on is at one point Doe started to feel like they were being followed by ex-members and family members of people who were members. I just said the word member a lot. Um, And so what they started doing is they started not staying in the same place for too long. Uh, They would start moving around and then eventually, like, because they started just setting up campsites, like full-on camping out in the woods and shit. But then they stopped doing that because one of the members actually inherited a shitload of money. Like they said that it was somewhere around three to five hundred thou. Damn. And so they started renting like mansions and houses and shit. But what was crazy is because, you know, he felt they were being followed. They had designated only a certain amount of people, like only certain people were allowed to go in and out of the house. To make it seem like to the neighbors and everything that there was only a few people living in the house, whereas there was 15, 20 people Could you imagine in that house. Imagine you dying, right? You're looking down, right? You're looking down at the fuckers that just inherited your money. And they spend it on crazy person mansions. Yeah, just like that. Could you imagine? I'd ask, I would ask God himself to strike that fucker with lightning. Could you imagine? Yeah, I think it was somewhere between three and oh. three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Let alone in the seventies and eighties. Oh, yeah. yeah, holy that's shit! Like, that's like forgot about inflation. Like one point five mil today. Fuck. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh no. my! I would. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Haunt the fuck out um, of And then there were family members that had started contacting authorities and people in the FBI and shit. But what was crazy about it is they couldn't do anything. The FBI and authorities couldn't do anything because they looked at everything and they're like, technically, everybody, it's free will. Everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody it's... in that cult, they are consenting adults. Yeah, 
So they couldn't do shit. A free practice of religion. And so people would hire like private investigators and shit to do all that shit. Yeah, there was a, one mom who like that guy that I was talking about was 19 when he left. Mm-hmm. His mom like pretty much made like this newsletter for like all other parents who lost their kids to the cult like uh, saying where they were like okay they were last spotted here in San Antonio or now they're here in Fort Worth now they're is this a Texas cult no it wasn't Texas national they they did live in Texas okay I didn't fucking know Luke don't look at me like that I didn't do anything I was just looking at you whatever sorry I think you're cute fuck yeah they're they're basically nomads (laughs) It, it's it's the whole driving manual thing. I just really guess. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's the only one in here that does not drive a manual. I don't technically drive manual yet. You did. I learned how to not stall the car sometimes today. And we also had bang like a motherfucker. Of you. <laughs> what? I learned how to do it before. Can you boat. do it right now? Probably fucking. My car's not. out front. Let's well, go. I never knew anybody that had a manual car. Bitch. Until now. Toyota Echo. No, I'm not wasting my money on a fucking Toyota Echo. No, I'm not saying waste your money on a Toyota Echo. The guy that owned a Toyota Echo. I didn't know the guy who owned a Toyota Echo. Oh, okay. Never mind. We weren't like homies or anything. Okay. Well, I you're just, my homie. so I just knew who he homie. was. He was a psychopath. I loved him. Well, yeah, he drove a Toyota Echo. That was manual. <laughs> but... Yeah. I don't know. That's really all I had on the whole following them and shit. Okay, yeah, well... <laughs> so, T died. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, that bitch dead. There you go. Yeah, so, w- once T dies... Uh, well, she had cancer of the eye. Yeah, she was what? diagnosed with cancer of That's the thing? eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get cancer anywhere in your body. Is that like... Okay, what? How but the fuck? You, dude, it's just cancer cells in your blood, and she had... Right, I get that. Eye. Damn, that's, that fucking sucks. Well, yeah, she was diagnosed with cancer, and it was of the eye, and so she had her eye removed... And she got a prosthetic put in. Bro, she could literally be like, I could see all the deities. Damn, she could have played that off. Um, so she was diagnosed with cancer of the eye. She got her mood, got a prosthetic put in. And eventually she went back to the hospital. Because it didn't work. the cancer had made its way to her liver. Oh, fuck. It had made <laughs> its way to um, her liver and the doctor basically told her that she doesn't have much time left. And after she found out, it was only about two to three weeks until she had passed away. Damn. Oh, wow. That's quick. You know, One other fucked up thing. What? She told the members not to tell her daughter. Yeah. Her last wishes were not to tell her daughter about her. Her daughter was not involved in said cult. Nope. How and old was her daughter? I think she was in college. She was, she was older. Okay. Was um, time. And her daughter, so the members eventually told her daughter, but she didn't know until nine months later. After she died? After she died. She had no idea her mother was dead until nine months after it happened. Damn, really? Yeah. And was there a father figure involved in any of this? I think there was. Um, there was. So what had happened is... Now, T, T is she? She's the nurse. She's not the main yeah. leader, right? No, technically, she technically she was, she was considered the main. Okay, she technically started the whole thing, but she had a husband, and then our homie Doe came around, and they started the this kind of stuff together, and they never had a sexual relationship in any way. They were very close that but we know was, of. Who knows? Maybe they were breaking all the rules the whole time. I don't know, dude. (laughs) I'm just putting it out there. Based off of what we were told, (laughs) based off of the interview with T's daughter and everything, they never had a sexual relationship of any kind. They were very close, but it was a spiritual relationship. (laughs) They fucked. But eventually, you know, T's husband was like, what the fuck's with this other dude? And, And he ended up leaving. That, that was long before the whole cult started. Right, okay. Like, Funny that you say that, though, because T did break the rules. You weren't supposed to really have any contact with your family, but she was writing letters to her daughter. Oh, so she was like, all right, all y'all yeah. act like robots. I'm going to be over here living my life. Yeah, but Got it really, it. I don't know, it pissed me off. Um, And after Bonnie had passed away due to cancer, there was um a thing that uh, Doe had to deal with, and it was questions about... um. If T wasn't human, then why did she die from something so human as cancer? Yeah, that that's a great point. And here's here's what he came up for as his out. This is what he said. It is what it is. He said um, <laughs> to us. <laughs> Sorry. 
It looked like she was suffering from cancer on the outside, but really it was her next level consciousness burning her human body. So it was the the doctors were wrong. And he basically said it was like a broken down car. Like her her body was just breaking down. And she said it was her consciousness of her next level being just getting rid of the body and going back up to the next level. Now I can argue is why the fuck wouldn't she have told anyone that she's ascending again? Why why would it? Well, they basically seem? said that, like, because he even says at one point when they started the journey that she said, "Why does this feel like something I'm supposed to give to you?" And she meant like she was supposed to be like the person who found him and like right. made this. Because later on, he proclaims himself as Jesus Christ and as <laughs> T basically. God. Oh, what? Yeah. So what it says, like, he said T was known as the older member. And Doe said that she had basically, was basically guiding him to the next level. He, and um, he said that when she died, um, he would say that she was still guiding him towards the next level, just not from Earth anymore, from outer space. And he had, he literally said that she is his heavenly father. Yeah. Referring back to this whole outer space shit, they, you know how we said they had different ways of uh, referring to things like thinking was programming or beliefs. Yeah. The kitchen was re- referred to as the neutral lab. Laundry room was the fiber lab. The, <laughs> Oh, uh, the, what? when you went to bed, the rooms were, uh, the chamber, the sleep chamber, the, so, re- the rest chamber. I guess I, I'm, I'm not on track with this. Um, so they believed that they were, they came, they, they came down in a UFO. So they were supposed to take people up to heaven with them in a UFO. Cause, oh, okay. Because what the Bible says is that the two witnesses are going to come be martyred and take their followers with them in a cloud up to heaven. Okay. So cloud so, being UFO. Um, well, in the Bible, it literally means a cloud. Right, yeah. But they interpreted right. it as a physical craft. Okay, okay. A UFO to take them up to the next level or heaven. Gotcha. That's basically. What was hot. That was what yeah, okay, hit. see, that makes sense because I, mm-hmm. I, I knew, obviously, their religious standpoint. And, you know, um, martyr means being killed because of your beliefs. Wow, thank right? you. Right? So. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Continue. Um... But basically what they said, instead of really T and Doe physically dying because of these beliefs, mm-hmm. um, Doe actually said that it was a metaphoric martyrdom and that they would be martyred by the media. Oh, so she played it right. So with the whole like media tearing them down and everything, that was yeah. basically them being martyred by the media. And then... Um, they, you know, later when everyone's perfect and ready for the next level, <laughs> they would take their followers up with them in a cloud or a UFO. In a this UFO. case, it was painkillers and vodka. Yeah. But, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Crazy shit. Um, there was a quote. They had this book that they wanted people from the group to contribute to, like, a saying that fit their belief. Oh, yeah. There was this one that said, like, you don't escape from reality. Like, you escape from something. It, reality that, is something that you escape to. Yeah, that's right. And oh. it made me think, were they thinking that, like, basically you were in this Matrix type thing? Yeah. And how we live on Earth, the Matrix, from their point of view, I would assume, is, like, to determine whether you're going to the next level. Therefore, since we're in the Matrix, you're already an alien. It's just that you're in this, oh, their words, that's vehicle. interesting. Yeah. Do you get what I'm getting at, Luke? Because you're kind of like, mm. Damn, if only yeah, you had no, known no, this during your fucking... Uh conspiracy theory episode i was part of that that was the episode i was on yeah was a conspiracy theory that would have been a fucking good one to drop a bomb with that's kind of crazy i mean to me i'm like what i mean it kind of make it 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 makes sense it does and it's easy to deny and hard to deny at the same time because yeah you can literally like see a human organ from a doctor but you haven't seen your own human organs unless you get fucking cut open and probably died later but you don't know what happens to you in the afterlife. No one can tell you exactly what Ooh. happens unless you're very religious. I become a beaver. The penis is an organ. Damn. Your inside organs. Oh, okay. Hey, bro. It goes inside. Wait, are y'all... Is your penis not inside your body? <laughs> you know what? Mine comes out sometimes. Yours comes out? Oh. 
Bro, that's a vagina. That's why they call him the tortoise. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but no, so now there's this cognitive dissonance or dissonance that they refer to how like you have this one belief, but now there's another belief that kind of uh, contradicts it. So, you know, there's this thought of like, you know, you're this vessel, you're this vehicle that is doing all these things to become something part of the next level. But now a vehicle can just randomly die out of nowhere in their cult and their beliefs so it's like oh well yeah that happens but i forgot what he said but it was just like they made up this thing to like kind of counteract it and now they referred it to uh jesus as being the messiah Mm -hmm. and he was known as the messiah when he was on earth but then since he died the messiah changed from someone who's the messiah on earth to someone who is a heavenly messiah so someone who's going to lead the world to peace turn to someone who has a kingdom in the afterlife. Okay. Now, she's dead. Mm-hmm. She died. Did, uh, was there any sort of funeral or... No. No. Yeah, I'm, that is actually one of the questions that the interviewer asked T's daughter. Is if there was any sort of memorial, funeral service, anything at all. Nicole didn't do anything? Do for her or anything. They just fucking chunked and her body? And she said nothing. They didn't do anything. What did they do with her body? I don't know. That, that's, wasn't that's, talked that's, about. I mean, you probably do more research on that, but it wasn't talked about. I have no. no idea. All right. But then even like for like the family members, like her daughter. Yeah, there was. I mean, I figured of, like, there, there was, was nothing with that. I was they asking didn't, what the cult did. Right. But they also like they didn't do a funeral for her, a memorial service or anything at all. Did they ever? Was there any autopsy on the on the, on the, her body or anything? Like from doctors or did they just keep her body? Like I don't know. I want to know. I mean, the, the doctor diagnosed her, her with liver cancer. Right, I get that. And then she died three weeks later, which I mean, kind of lines up with liver cancer. Well, what I mean was 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 there any some any sort of drugs or anything found inside of her body? Not like, you know, I'm, what I'm saying not, not that there was anything talked about it. No, okay. To our knowledge, right now, no. Okay. But again, this is only the second episode yeah, of the I'm whole thing. I'm jumping the gun here. Well, what was crazy? What was what I thought was weird is that Doe always liked the kind of structure and feel of like, um more biblical based systems and everything with like the evangelists and everything and these like new age pastors that were um, coming about and T didn't like it. She hated it. She said she saw it as a way of, she said she saw new age as the way for the devil to kind of bring people to hell and stuff with him. Mm. And what was weird about it which kind of makes it feel a little sus is that T passed away and after T passed away everything with the Heaven's Gate cult started to become much more biblical I think he got it flipped because I think Doe Doe had or T had practiced uh, like all this like witchcraft stuff and like was experimenting with other shit and it was Doe since his dad was a as a pastor I didn't remember what they said uh, when T died he shifted more to that you know that the new age is more evil it's the devil because they became more it, it said that after she died Dose, everything started to become more biblical yeah because it's what Doe yeah. wanted well it sounded like you were saying that T had said the new age was so okay evil. well why is that sus wait hold on hold on, hold on. right what did you just say he started talking it was saying that T made it sound like the New Age was evil, but she was more open to it. She was willing to experiment, and now she's gone. Doe's kind of shifting it towards his beliefs, the beliefs he was raised on. Okay, yeah, because what you said, Luke, was was a flip of that. You you mixed, you flipped the names basically. Um, but my question is, why is it sus? Yes, I, I did. Well, because I guess I heard it wrong. Never mind then. Okay, why is that sus, Luke? Because it was sus, because <laughs> don't because the way that I heard it, which is clearly wrong, the way that I thought is that Doe wanted it to be more biblical, T didn't want it to be, is they disagreed on this, T dies, and then all of a sudden Doe starts doing it. Oh, okay, so he basically... That's why it was sus to me. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But I heard it wrong, that's my fault, whatever. That's alright. Um, I guess I'm just a bitch. We're, we're gonna kind of wrap this up now, this is still kind of a long topic. Put a nice bow on it. It's still kind of a long topic. I don't know how long this is going to go, but I'm just saying this is like the last thing we'll talk about. 17 episodes. Uh, now, it's the, it, Doe proposes this question to them. If you had $150, what would you buy? 
to this group it was that's 100. basically robot. It was a hundred. It was a hundred dollars. How much is a hundred back then? I don't know. Fuck. Well, sorry. back then it was a hundred dollars. Guy, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Fuck off. I don't know. We can look it up. But anyways, they uh, they start thinking about this question because these are the people now who gave up their possession, and they're probably in the late eighties and nineties at this point, oh, early nineties. Really? So they've been doing this for years, and they don't really know how to think for themselves. In my opinion, they're following a leader, and they've through all the way of their possessions, through all the way of their uh, looks, they're this one unit. So they are baffled on this thought. And the answer was, do you want to? Well, I was just going to say $100 in. So when did you say that the $100 things would have happened? Was that in the 90s then? It was like the 80s, 90s. Oh, okay. Fuck, I looked in the 70s. Yeah, that's why I asked because I thought it was still 70s. All right, let, me, let me look at the 80s. The answer was a single gold wedding ring band. Nothing fancy, just something that $100 could buy you. Because every member of the group was now going to be married to Doe. Huh? Yeah. If you wanted to show that you were all in on this and committed to it, you had to give yourself to him. Nothing sexual, just more of as in like, we're committed, a.k.a. a marriage. That's... And the way they describe this ceremony, it's was like he was circled by his... Uh, Disciples, basically. Mm-hmm. And one by one came up to get married to him. And the way there's like this uh, little scene in the docuseries that's kind of like a imagery. It shows like this moon or sun surrounded by stars. And it automatically transitioned into Doe being the moon and the stars being all the other people in the group. So it's kind of like, I feel like Doe sees himself as the center of attention. Now. Yeah, it sounds like he's a very big narcissist. Yeah, yeah that's what I've been preaching the yeah. first episode. I Because now there's no longer two, it's just one. And the way he was raised and the way him and T found each other, it seemed like he was lost and wanted to have a bigger purpose and meaning. And what better to be a bigger purpose than being like the center of attention? Hmm. Did you find out how how much? Yeah, so $100, (laughs) whenever it happened, I did between like 85 to 90. Mm. Um, It would be anywhere from $200 to $250 today. Now, if it was in the 70s, that'd be $650 today. Damn. Wow. That's a lot of money. That shit crazy. All right. Anything to add on that? No. Anything to add on people getting married to Doe, bro? No, but I, I do have Dobro? something to say about narcissists. Okay. Because, I mean, it's very evident to me that the guy's full of, full of himself. Yeah. So I 100% agree. I feel like you'd have to be to be a cult leader. Right. And uh, see, I'm, I'm kind of going off topic with it um, from the cult side. So I'm really focusing the narcissism thing. I watched a documentary on YouTube um, not too long ago. I think it was last week. And it was about a murder. Um, he was then classified as, as a... During during the interrogations, one thing that they determined is he was very narcissistic just because he, he believed that he was so right by his excuses and everything, his story. Um, I can't remember his name, um, but he killed his, his wife, his pregnant wife, and his two daughters. Oh, um, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Was something Watts or something like that. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Chris Watts. I That's think. it. Yeah, Chris Watts. That shit was crazy. Yeah. So, but they, I, I watched the whole thing and it was like basically a break, a breakdown of his interrogation. It was a narcissist, and so I'm starting to connect because that's not the first murder document, uh, documentary I've watched where they've declared him as a narcissist and kind of like a fucking psychopath mm-hmm. or sociopath, right? So I'm thinking. Crazy shit happens with people who are sociopaths and fucking narcissists or whatever. Maybe this guy actually was a little bit crazy in the fucking head. Obviously. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's, that's just interesting to me as like someone who's in, into that kind of stuff, like figuring out what the fuck is going on with somebody. Along with narcissism kind of comes this uh, like demeanor of like uh, there's someone who can t- you can talk to. They're easy to talk to. Yeah. They're easy. They can persuade you. Manipulative. It's, yeah, they're very manipulative. Yeah. And Good I, at getting their way. And for a cult leader, you kind of have to have that. You yeah. Because in the beginning, when all this started, it seemed like they were kind of uh, silently manipulating. And then when the media caught on and was like kind of trying to kill them, it was... Now, 
metaphorically, not really. Right. Um, he became more hands-on, and now it became more manipulative in the literal sense. Hmm. Thoughts yeah. on that, Luke? Not really. Oh, okay. I'm just interested by the psych- the psychology of these oh, of these yeah. people. So. All right. Want to wrap it up? Put a bow on it. Right. All right, Luke. Plug it in. At Daddy Dump Truck on Xbox. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, did y'all notice uh, I changed my gamer tag? To what? It's not bearded and bald zero Yeah, okay. Anymore. Who is it now? Because I saw something it's, come up. It's Ducky. Yeah, okay. Just Ducky? Just Ducky. Like the dinosaur? I mean, it, it puts numbers next to it. Yeah. Because that's what it does now. It doesn't just have to be like, it's oh, this has to be available. Yeah. It's like Ducky, and then it says like number 1513 or something like that. Ducky like the dinosaur? Ducky, like the dinosaur? Yeah, but also just... You know what dinosaur I'm talking about? Yes, from the fucking Land Before Time. I just had to make sure. Hey. Sorry, dude. You're young, bro. Slaps. Bro. <laughs> you're like a year older than a me. A year. That's a long time. Bro, you have no idea how many times I watched the Land Before Time. Once, maybe twice and a half. At least 15 times. Okay. That was close. Okay. Sorry. But, uh, I mean, shit. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Ear Junkies. Facebook is the same at Ear Junkies. Remember, we have an email, earjunkiesproductions at gmail.com. Say that slower, um, please. I'm a little... Fo- what? Earjunkiesproductions at gmail.com. And uh, we do still have donations set up on Anchor, so please feel free. We love getting your money. Yeah, your boy's broke, uh, so I need some money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be sure to leave us a rating and a review on uh, iTunes, Spotify, all that shit. It really helps us out, helps us grow. Tell your friends about us, bro. I mean, shit. Yeah, these guys are pretty cool. Um, but I think that's it. I mean, without further ado, no, that's what you say at the beginning of shit. <laughs> Um, yeah I mean I'm (laughs) fuck I'm Luke I'm Ryan and I'm Liam thanks for getting your fix with us the end